Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Catch it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Suns, game day with K-Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. All right, Suns, right back at it tonight. Not wasting any time. Got to get into the meat of this Houston Rockets schedule they have coming up. Kevin Ray is joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line for game day with K-Ray. K, what's going on? Gentlemen, a happy Friday to you. Yes, indeed, Gay. We're all jacked up, as you can imagine right now. Are you jacked up? Are you ready to go on a Friday? I am. I am uh, I am refueled, refreshed, and ready to roll, Wolf. So, Kay, tell me about your expectation tonight. What do you expect to see? Game two of the final 27, as we like to count. We're counting it down game by game. Your expectation tonight, what do you want to see? Well, you know, you, you want to see a team that comes out with, um, you know, a little little anger um, and certainly, you know, some force and, and physicality that, that kind of, you know, goes without saying. But, you know, you look back at that, that game last night and, you know, you tip your cap to Luka. I mean, he was, you know, he was Luka um, and Kyrie, you know, showed you just how special he can be. But all that being said, um it was another game, guys, that unfortunately you can point to one statistic as for the, the reason that the Suns lost, and it was it was turnovers and points converted as a result. And, you know, you, you hate to keep sounding like a broken record, but mm-hmm. um, we were having this conversation last night. If you go back and, and you look at the Suns' losses, and not every single one of them, but of those 23 losses, I would – I would venture a guess that if you broke it down and let's say even 10 of those 23 losses and you peeled back the shooting percentages, you peeled back rebounding, you could look directly at turnovers and points scored off of those turnovers as the primary culprit. And last night was, I mean, just another unfortunate, you know, glaring example, a 29 points scored off of 16 turnovers. You lose by 10. I mean, it's pretty simple math. All the other numbers, Suns were, you know, even or better than the Mavericks. We're talking to Kevin Ray, and you're right, Kay. I think the fact that that we sound like a broken record on it is probably the story, right? Because I'm sure Frank Vogel sounds like a broken record in that room, too. Um, I'm going to ask you about Houston, and just know that I'm also going to ask you about Houston next Thursday, and I might even just call you off the air and ask you about Houston next Saturday, too, because it's the only team they play for a while. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) What what have you seen from, from the Rockets this year, and what can the Suns expect tonight? Well, it's a team that got out of the gates quickly. Um, you know, new coach, uh, you know, young talent is continuing to, you know, mature and grow together. So they got out of the gates quickly and everybody's like, oh, wow. You know, uh, are, are the Rockets the new OKC? Are, are they going to, you know, fight their way into a playing situation? It certainly looked like that early on. You know, I had a nice little winning streak going, but unfortunately, uh, reality has, has set in for this Rockets team, and they have hit skids over the last you know couple of weeks, certainly going into the All-Star break. They played last night, lost to an Orleans team that is healthy and trending in you know the, uh, the, the right direction if you're a Pelicans fan, but we'll talk about that you know on another day. So th- this is a, a Houston team that 
you know, should likely take the floor the same mindset that the Suns did, which is being a little agitated. You know, you, you don't want to lose your, your last game before the All-Star break, and you don't want to lose the first game coming out of the All-Star break. So it'll be an interesting set of dynamics on the floor here tonight. Okay, would it surprise you to find out that the Phoenix Suns have a 15-16 and 16 record against 500 or better teams? Uh, not, not completely. I know there's another stat. I think they're nine and 12 against the nine playoff teams, uh, in the West, uh, right now, you know, so those are numbers that certainly don't, um, suggest, you know, championship, Yeah. but I would also, you know, I, I would also remind everyone that, you know, when you when you look at those numbers, let's not forget how many games Bradley Beal missed. You know, Devin Booker has missed, and, and yes, every team deals with injuries. But you know, I think that's when you when you see those numbers, you have to examine them a little bit closer. Um, it's not great, but look, this is a team that we're going to find out a lot about their championship, you know, potential and pedigree because, as we said, this team has the most difficult schedule remaining right. um you know through the regular season so we're going to find out if they are you know if they are prepared and ready for you know a long postseason gauntlet See, but you look at this Houston you look at this Houston team well since you you know since you bring it up you know this is the kind of team that you've got to take advantage of now right because you play them three more times as, as Luke brought up so if if you want to get yourself in a position to you to you know to chase and be in a position to grab that number four spot at least, these are the games that you've got to win. This one and the next two when you face Houston. Yeah, the only reason why I brought that up, Kay, because I was moving towards the fact that they play eighteen times. They're going to play teams in the last twenty six games. Eighteen times they're going to play teams that are five hundred or better. You know, this yeah. is going to be a great test for them going forward. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And look, in, in many ways, you, you know, I, I know from a fan's perspective, it was like, yeah, but gosh, oh my, you know, it's the toughest schedule. Well, look, if, if, if you want to get ready for the playoffs, right. then you, you'd rather have the schedule now versus, you know, having it built in early in the schedule. And then you're finishing the season with cupcakes. So, so you have a better understanding as a coach, as a player, okay, these are the adjustments that we've got to make accordingly, you know, because as we know, playoffs is all about matchups. So you're gonna get you're gonna get some early indicators into what those matchups could look like in the postseason and therefore what you need to do to, you know, better arm yourself for success. We're talking to Kevin Ray. Uh, Kay, Nurk ended up playing about 20 minutes last night. It looked like they tried to go small a little bit, but they didn't have Bradley Beal, so it didn't totally work. How much of these final 26 games now do you think is still Frank Vogel just trying to figure out his rotations and tinker with the lineup? I know, as you just said, a lot of it's going to come down to who they play in the first round as far as matchups and everything, but it seems like there's still a lot up in the air here with 26 games to go. Yeah, I mean there really is. You know, we we all had this uh vision when the season began about, you know, what it would look like and you know who who was going to be co- who were going to be the the four guys coming off the bench. Um who were those, you know, those core guys that we could could count on. And you know, here we are as you guys said, 27 games left in the season and we're still 
and Coach Frank Vogel is still trying to figure it out. And now you've added two more pieces. You get Royce O'Neal, uh, three more pieces, I should say, you know, David Roddy, and then now you pick up Thaddeus Young. So, uh, unfortunately, I think the, the experimentation will continue, and that will only be kind of exacerbated by who's available uh, in relation to, to injuries. So, you know, you, you really hope that the team can remain as healthy as possible if for no other reason than to give this coaching staff a sense of like, all right, this is the, this is the pairing that works with this. This is the pairing that works with that. Uh, because if, if, if it continues to be kind of herky jerky in terms of, you know, you know, one of the, the big three missing three games here, four games there, you know, God forbid five games there, then you, you've really, you know, not been able to take, that that next big step that you need to in order to I think fully crystallize what a postseason rotation is going to look like. Okay, I know. Back in your younger days, of course, you were a brawler. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me just say your your thoughts on Isaiah Stewart being suspended for three games for punching Drew Eubanks. Your thoughts on it. Uh, well, you know, I I really thought it would be more. I thought, you know, I thought at a minimum uh, it should have been five games. I mean, I don't care if it happened on the floor or not. I mean, it happened in an NBA arena. It happened in front of security. It happened on videotape, for crying out loud. Right. Um, so, you know, I felt it, it could have and should have been five games. Um, and then the other thing I would say is, uh, you know, schedule him, put it, put him in the ring with an actual fighter and see if he wants to throw hands next time. Okay. Great stuff, man. <laughs> like you with the Mason jar. Okay. Kay, thank you very much. Big guy. Wow. We love you, Kev. Thank you. Thanks, Kev. Have a great one, boys.